He is a man on a mission. With a mandate to raise generational leaders. Called to set in order the things that are out of order. And to bring leadership development, human capacity building, and wealth creation to all. Welcome to Maximizing Destiny with Dr. Michael Hutton Wood from the House of Judah, the Leadership Factory, raising generational leaders, impacting the nations. And now, here is Dr. Michael Hutton Wood. Welcome, 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 glory to God, glory to God. You are welcome to Marriage 101. Glory to God this Saturday evening. God richly bless you. We appreciate every one of you for taking the time to be with us once again. God bless you, God bless you. Squash 455, God bless you, God bless you. Glory to God. Mama B, you're welcome. Abby Bellan, you are welcome once again. Agnes, you are welcome, and I can tell the apostle herself, the apostle of Netherlands, Apostle Claire, is with us this evening. Glory to God. God richly bless your apostle. God bless you. Thank you for taking the time to join us this evening. As usual, God bless you all. Abby, God bless you for consistency. God bless you, Agnes. God bless every one of you for taking the time to be with us. All glory to God. Apostle says glory. Glory to Jesus. You are all welcome. Cynthia Hines, once again, God bless you for joining us. All the way from Connecticut, God richly bless you. Every one of you, we appreciate every one of you for supporting and standing with these programs and being with us. Chosen by him, you are welcome on Instagram. Once again, God bless you all. As usual, we like to encourage every one of us to start sharing, start sharing, start sharing and invite everyone that you know to join us on this platform as we deal with relationship matters. Glory to God. You are all welcome. As usual, tell somebody, share this on your timeline and also tag somebody. Glory to God. Cynthia says this is going to be Another powerful revelation. Glory to God. So shall it be in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We give God the glory. We give Him the glory. So don't forget, start telling somebody. Start sharing. Tag it, tag someone and tell somebody and invite them to join us on this platform. Glory to God. Are with me, <clears throat> Pastor Jay. Glory to God, Pastor. You're going to be my co-pilot today. <laughs> awesome, you're going to fly, Bishop. Absolutely, absolutely. You are welcome, Pastor Jay. Would you like to Thank say you. hi to our guests? Absolutely. <laughs> welcome, everybody that is tuned in tonight. I want you to take a second, invite somebody, share the moment, share this broadcast with somebody. You could be a channel, you could be a link to somebody's destiny changing and destiny's uh, progressing. So take a moment, share, and then sit back whilst Bishop flies us tonight. <laughs> Glory to God. Evangelization from Pakistan, you are welcome. He says, shared, my bro. Apostle says, she, she's also shared. 
Keep sharing, okay. keep sharing. Everyone on the platform, keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. We're taking our clue from uh, Apostle Claire. <laughs> She's been teaching us <laughs> a couple of things. God bless you, Apostle. So once again, you are all welcome, Pastor Seth. You are also welcome. God bless you. We are speaking about marriage matters. Amitage, you are welcome on Instagram. God richly bless you. We're speaking about marriage matters. Cynthia Hines says, I am in preparation for marriage and I'm taking this wisdom seriously. Wow, that is very powerful. Very encouraging to hear. Very encouraging to hear. So Pastor Jay, right there, Cynthia set us off. I'm in preparation for marriage and I'm taking this wisdom seriously. So what are, what are some of the first things you want to tell Cynthia as she's preparing for, 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 for marriage? Glory to God. Hallelujah. I mean, Cynthia, look, just because you're sat here, as a very start off point, I can tell you, you are going to be successful in your marriage. Not a lot of people pursue knowledge, understanding before taking the step. You know, so even as you are here shows that you are, you know, you're determined, you're prepping. And usually when it comes to um, things like this or anything of this sort, right, most people fail to plan. Most people fail to prepare. And by you, you know, tuning into this broadcast, I, I want to tell you, you're going to be successful and I wish you all the best. Now, you know, taking like, you know, this, this thing serious, going back to your, your comment, right? It's very crucial. And I'll say, do as much due diligence as you can. You know, Bishop has got so many books about asking so many questions about, you know, um, looking for the right qualities, looking for so many things. You should pursue things like that. Pursue books, pursue um, resources. People have gone through, you know, um, last time Bishop, you had um, um, a pastor here. I can't remember his name. Um, but he said um, his pain should be your gain. You know, people have gone through certain pains and then their, their um, you know, their stories, their um, experiences collectively come together, you know, to help you and prevent you from going through those same things. So absolutely pursue, you know, um, understanding. And, uh, you know, with, with the step you're looking to take. Hallelujah. Once again, you are all welcome. Governor Samuel, you are welcome. God bless you all. God bless you. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. Now, over the past two weeks, we've been looking at the, at vision, vision. Now, how important is it for singles and for married couples to have, I was, I was teaching this afternoon on vision. And I said, there are different kinds of vision that we must all have. I said, personal vision, that is one. Uh, family vision is another. Uh, career professional vision, uh, fi- financial vision, a financial vision, um, um, uh, national vision, uh, global vision. vision. Everyone must have a vision. Now, how important is it for us, even before we get married and also within marriage, how important is vision? within, uh, I mean, in our lives before we say I do to anyone and also how important is it for married couples to have a vision for their family. For Bible says, where there's no vision, my people perish. So how important is vision for someone who even wanting to get married is a vision? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. since everyone yeah. <laughs> on the platform Wanting to get married is one of the visions. One because Bible says it's not good that a man be alone. So yes. it's, a, it's a vision that you must have. So let's talk about vision. How important is vision for a single person, a single parent, a single a person, uh, anyone in transition? 
or married couples? How important is vision? Bishop, it's absolutely important. You know, the in like what you know the the scripture quoted that uh, where there's no vision, my people perish. Now, yeah. you can't go where you don't see. Mm. Mm. You can't get to a place where you don't know. You don't see, yeah. So if you if you can't see where you're going, you're literally going nowhere. So it's absolutely important for you to have vision. And for me, vision, vision is is simply two things for me. Vision is two things is one capacity or ability and two entity. And I'll explain what those are. So, um, for the ability, it's simply your ability to close your eyes or not close your eyes, but imagine and foresee a future beyond the obvious. Yeah. For me, it's two things. So one is the ability. It's the ability to to see beyond the obvious, see the future, imagine and and conceptualize your destiny. And the entity is after you use your ability to imagine um, your future, you now it, it becomes a thought, a processed thought, a processed conceptual reality. It's a process concept. So one, you need to have the ability to see beyond the obvious. And two is to use that ability and process, use the ability to process the concepts that you are visualizing and make it a conceptual reality. So absolutely important. And it's so key. If you, if you don't see where you're going, you literally, you bump into things, you fall into pits, you stumble into uh, uh, potholes. All over the place. So you need vision is absolutely crucial. Now, like Cynthia said, you know, she's, you know, she's looking to take the step into marriage. And, um, the, the thing is you have something you're looking forward to. Most, some people can't even see, they can't even imagine because of the challenges, because of the issues, because of all the stuff that has gone on in their lives. They're unable to visualize. And I said this to a young guy I was counseling the other day. I said to him, if dreaming is free and you can't buy that, how can you pay the price for the, for the reality? Mm-hmm. If a dream is free and then you can't buy that. And what I meant to him, because he was telling me about this, um, you know, um, goals, some stuff that he wanted to achieve. But for me, they were very mediocre, looking and, you know, observing his um, potential. Yeah, I said to him, look, why can't, why are you choosing to limit yourself at this point? Why don't you go to the next level? And I pointed ABCD to him and he was like, actually, yeah, he thought about it, but he didn't think um, he could achieve it. And so he didn't even want to even dare dream about that. And I said to him, so if you don't want to dare to dream, Nobody puts a limit on how far you can see, how far you can dream. Nobody stops you. Nobody charges you for anything. <clears throat> and if you can't buy that or dream that big when it's free, how much more when it comes to paying the price? So absolutely important for you to be able to visualize what you want, where you want it, how you want it. It's free. So that absolutely dream big visualize it and then there's a you know there's this saying that if you mean if you aim for the moon and you miss it you may land on the stars like people mm. quote stuff like that so you, you need to have vision 
absolutely important, Bishop. Very, very yeah. important. Odufukai, you're welcome. Once again, you are all welcome for joining us. Thank you for joining us this evening. Now, one of the things when we're teaching on vision with, um, that we discovered was, um, it's important that before, before, um, you even say I do to anyone, mm -hmm. it's important that you discover, you find that you have a relationship with God. That is one because he can tell you what your purpose is. Now, how, why, why is that important? That's important because Anyone that you're going to marry should be determined, first of all, we're looking at the basics, the basics, the basics before you get married, the basics for getting the basic things, some of the basic things you must look out for. Love is not the only thing that you must look out for. Compatibility is one. But one of the main things I tell singles before they get married is look at destiny. Who you marry must be based on your purpose. Who you marry must be based on your purpose. You can't marry somebody who is not going where you are going. Ah, uh -huh. very important. Your mm. destination, your destination from which you get the word or destiny or whichever way, destiny, destination, your destiny, your destination is what must dictate who you say I do to. What's, mm. what's your take on that? Ajua Mensa, you're welcome. What's your take on that, uh, doc? Your destination should determine who you say I do to. Because anyone who's going to come into your life or you coming into their life, you're supposed to be there for them to, Bible talks about help meet, help meet. Mm -hmm. A person is coming as a help meet into your life to help you fulfill your destiny. So the I tell singles all the, the first thing, first, when, when we started this teaching on, on uh, Wednesdays, um, um, before you say I do, yeah. That was the first thing I thought of from the book, my book, 50 Common Mistakes, oh, Single cool. Thing. That don't look at love first. That love is not the first <laughs> thing. <laughs> love is not the first thing. Destiny is the first thing. Your purpose, your purpose. For this purpose was the Son of God made manifest that he might. So he knew his purpose. So your purpose determines your association. Your purpose determines who you say I do to. Your purpose determines who you move with. Your purpose determines who you agree to marry. Mm -hmm. So your purpose is what should determine who you marry. Well, what's your take on that, Doc? Bishop, absolutely. Now, if you, if, um, the thing about marriage, right, it's, there's, it's not unlike a, a car. Like you said something earlier on in your introduction, I'm, I'm your co-pilot today. Yeah. Marriage is like flying a plane. Mm. That's, That's why you have two people in control. Yeah. You have to be in agreement. You have to have one vision, one understanding, mm. knowing where you are going. So if I'm going to the right, you're going to have to tag along for us to be successful. Absolutely. So absolutely important for you, even your choice of um, career mm. should determine the type of person you even decide to marry. <laughs> and um, I I I use myself as an example here, Bishop. And in the early days of marriage, and I um, I think the other time I said here that this um pastor's lady pastor said to me that the first seven years of my marriage are going to be my learning years. Mm. Now, in the very early days of my marriage, and I was trying to pursue a certain uh, uh career, and I wanted to um, become a branch manager of a, a certain company. And what it required of me then um, was to be able to um, leave the house 
literally re- when everybody's asleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because the the branch manager that I was working underneath at the time said that um he triggers off the auditing processes and all of those stuff. He triggers them off around um around like uh, 6 a.m. on the dot. And he says to me, I asked him, just walk me through the process because for me to, um, you know, uh, progress into management, I need to have those skills in terms of how the business runs, the administration, the audits and all of those things. And, and this guy said there was no way he was going to be able to trigger it because once he triggers it, it reports to the head office. So he can only show me when he has to do an audit. And he does that bang on at 6 a.m., which means I need to leave the house around 5 or 5.30 when everybody's asleep, which didn't make sense to my my, my wife at the time. She said, but wait a minute, the shops are not open. How are you going to, to um, you know, who is there? <laughs> she didn't understand to start. I had to explain to her. And so if she wasn't, someone who understood where I was trying to go. And mm-hmm. even when someone understands where you're trying to go, it's a yeah, challenge yeah. as it is. <laughs> That's right. yeah. It's a challenge as it is. How much more they don't know where you where you're trying to go. They don't understand what it requires for you to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, in the early days it was a bit of a challenge for her to uh, because she she loves the cuddles at that you know in the early mornings. <laughs> and then unfortunately I had to, you know, um step away from that and then get into um uh, into into work to be able yeah. to learn those skills but why i'm saying that is because if i didn't have a compatible spouse that understood my journey and where i had to the requirements the sacrifices that i had to uh, i would have to make to be able to achieve and realize those goals then she would literally not be a, a destiny helper yeah you know, absolutely. So absolutely important, Bishop, on on that point. Yeah. Cynthia Hines says, a few have tried, but I question them. Who sent you? Uh, <laughs> are, are you are you my purpose or my bondage? <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> that, but wow. that's a very crucial question to ask. That's, that's are you are one. you here to help me fulfill my purpose, or are you here to lead me to bondage? That's a very powerful. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very powerful, very powerful uh, question. Now, there's a statement um, I came across some time ago that people in your life um, mm-hmm. are either a blessing or a lesson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People in your life are either a blessing yes, or a lesson. We bring all kinds of people into our lives. Mm-hmm. And it's important for us to be able to discern as to whether they are a blessing or a lesson, a lesson that we must learn. A lesson mm-hmm. that we must learn. So that's very important. Domi, Eddie, God richly bless you, sir, for joining us once again. Now, how important is some of these things? I wrote this book called 12 Cancers to Avoid in Ministry, in Leadership, in Management. And I'll probably add it. Maybe next time I, 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 I reproduce it, I'll probably add marriage to it. Now, there are cancers. There are cancers that prevent mm-hmm. Marriages, leadership, ministries, churches from going forward. Some of the cancers are unforgiveness, bitterness, mm. resentment. And considering the climate in which we are, where because of the lockdown, mm. people who didn't used to have to uh, see each other <laughs> all the time. <laughs> uh, we, are, we are locked up in the home 
and mm-hmm. we happen to have to uh, <laughs> see Absolutely. each other all the time. <laughs> exactly. And if that's not something that you were used to before uh, the lockdown began, then it becomes another issue. I understand there are issues right now in the nations about abuse. Um, yesterday, my wife was telling me even apparently children are beginning to, some children are beginning to suffer from depression. Depression, depression, depression. So, um, and, and all manner of situations, uh, that are arising. Um, also, uh, the statement Mama B just put up very good. Marriage can be heaven on earth or life imprisonment <laughs> with, hard, with hard labor. Wow. How do we, how do we, how do we, uh, uh Patsy, Pastor Patsy Sawyer is joining us from Ghana. That's my wife's twin sister. Wow, you're welcome. They've been, they've been friends for over 30 something years. Wow. Yeah, wow. Pastor, Pastor Patsy, God richly bless you. God bless you. Because we are alive, so I don't call you by the favorite name I call you. <laughs> I'll try and be Episcopal. <laughs> Pastor Patsy, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Tommy, Eddie, God richly bless you. We are honored to have every one of you on board. Now, um, marriage can be the, can be heaven on earth or life imprisonment without labor. Like Cynthia said, are you coming to my life to help me fulfill my purpose mm. or are you here to keep me in bondage? Now, how do we create heaven on earth in our marriage, in our marriages to avoid being, uh, to avoid our marriages being described as life imprisonment with hard labor? Some of the, what are some of the keys to a single person or to ask who are married, what are some of the things that we can do uh, to create heaven on earth within our marriages to avoid our marriages being described as life imprisonment with hard labor? Absolutely. I, I think that the first thing um Bible says in all you're getting, get understanding. Hmm. In all you're getting, get understanding. You need to understand how things work. Yeah. You need to understand how you work, <laughs> you need to understand how your partner works. Mm. Now, most times people don't even understand themselves. And if you don't understand yourself, you are going to be a problem for your spouse. Mm. You need to develop your personality, develop yourself, own yourself. And once you own yourself, understand yourself, you can add your value to your partner to your your wife to your husband you can add yourself as value to them now most people don't don't have this understanding not to talk of understanding who they are going to go into that partnership with Mm. and if you don't if you don't understand that person you're going into that partnership with then how are you going to function with them yeah and to work unless they have agreed so for me the first thing is understanding the second thing is unity yeah you need to unite behind one vision one goal one one purpose you know like cynthia was saying um are you coming into my life to help me to and then i have i have this thinking that it's a cultural thing where when you begin to poke questions when you begin to ask questions, you're deemed like you're arrogant. You're deemed like you're, you, um, you are self-serving or self-centered type mm-hmm. of thing. But the, the point is, like Mama B said, if it's, if it's not heaven on earth and you are serving a life sentence, nobody will serve with you. <laughs> yeah. So you'd have to be able 
to do that due diligence. So for me, it's two things, understanding and unity. Very, very important. And those two keys, if you practice them, you would definitely um, be successful in your, in your marriage. Awesome. Awesome. Just a comment, apostle comment. God bless you. Thank you for joining us from the Netherlands. God richly bless you. Amos chapter 3 verse 3 says, How can two walk together except they be agreed? Will a lion roar in the forest when he hath no prey? Will a young lion out of his den, if he have taken nothing, can a bird fall in a snare upon the earth? So the whole idea is how can two walk together except they be agreed? So now, how important is it for us to avoid some of the tips, marriage tips uh, that helps marriages become heaven on earth or what is supposed to be within our marriages is avoiding selfishness in your marriage and being open to change. How important is avoiding selfishness? Now, the moment we get married, before we get married, is uh, our language is I, 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 I this, I that, I that. But the moment we get married, the language changes is no longer I, but we, because the Bible says the two shall become one flesh. So how important is it for us to avoid that I, 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 like my, 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 my shirt, my trouser, my, <laughs> my house, my room, my, house, and my car, my children, my car. How important is it for us to change that lingua from I to we and avoid all selfishness? So. We are giving some tips for mm. marriage that helps our marriages become what it's supposed to be. One of the keys is avoiding selfishness. Mm. Avoiding selfishness of my bank account, my credit card, my money. And my <laughs> how, how crucial is that? If we don't want to see uh, uh, life imprisonment <laughs> with hard labor in our marriages. Bishop, can I be straightforward with anyone? If you want to be successful in your marriage, you need to put yeah. I, me, mine behind you. Hmm. If you want your marriage to be successful, if you want your partnership to be successful, you absolutely need to put I, me, mine behind you. Yeah. The, 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 the issue is if you meet a spouse that is also me, myself and I, <laughs> then I, me, mine yeah. coming in together is going to be a clash and you are going to struggle. Hmm. Absolutely. I've I've met couples that one person is completely selfless to the point that it's unhealthy because they are not happy. Mm. But for the sake of love, they are in there trying to work things out. And then you have this other, uh, you know, partner on the side who literally is so self-centered. Um, and then it is not, it, it, he's, or he or she's contributing. However, it's only at their comfort, their convenience. Marriage is a sacrifice. I've said this several times to people that marriage is a beautiful spectacle, but it's an ugly lens. It's a beautiful spectacle. It's, be- it's beautiful to behold the wedding, the couple, the family. It's a beautiful spectacle, and, yeah. and, but it's an ugly lens. Now, the, the reason I say that is um, when you look at uh, a spectacle or a shade or sunglasses, they look cool. They look really like fashionable, trendy, right? But that's just on the surface level. But with a lens, and and so on that surface level, it doesn't actually serve any additional purpose other than just, you know, beautifying or um, glamorizing, whatever it is, right? But then a lens 
which actually serves a purpose by allowing you and helping you to see, aiding your vision to see. So that's why I say marriage is a beautiful spectacle, but an ugly lens. And usually lenses are not really trendy. They are not really fashionable. So the, the, the point I make there, right, is when you go into a marriage, go into a partnership, go into a relationship, you need to put yourself, you know, behind almost as if you, you put your spouse first. Mm. Almost as if, and then by doing that, for somewhat reason, I don't know how we have this understanding that if I put my spouse first, it means I am neglecting myself. Absolutely not. If your spouse or your partner is also putting you first, can you imagine the harmony, the peace, the love, the fun that will be in that family, in that unit, in that union when I'm seeking the best for you, you're seeking the best for me. <laughs> You mo- you almost have a a relationship that is um faultless or or pro- uh, no problems in in that relationship. So absolutely important for you to take a step back, uh, you know, to to um put your spouse first in terms of like what makes them happy, what makes them uh you know uh, uh productive, what makes them advance, what would make my spouse progress, what would how what can I do to help them you know, in this area or, or, or in this venture that he or she is trying to go into. How can I be of value? What can I do to help them realize, you know, their destiny? And if you are seeking that, absolutely, um, it would take a lot um, or some something if uh, to, to come in or set in before you'd even have any type of friction. Awesome, awesome. In every seed is a forest. And in every follower is a leader. Leaders are not born, but Leaders Are Raised is an insightful book by one of the leading authorities on leadership, Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood. People are not disadvantaged, they are just ignorant. Shows you some of the steps and qualitative processes involved in how leaders evolve through nurture and development. Leaders are not born, millionaires are not born. Wealthy people are not born, they are made. You become what you want to be by the choices you make in life. You are not born rich. I mean, from your mother's womb and your face, rich. System, rich. You may have been born to rich parents, but you were not born rich on your face. You became rich by things you did or became poor by the things you did or did not do. You see, it's all about choices. Live here and start making some changes. What kind of future do you see? Paint your pictures from the scriptures. Pick your future. What kind of business do you want? Ordinary business, like everybody else, or the one that people travel far and near to look for. Leaders are not born, but leaders are raised in an insightful book by Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood. Available in paperback and on Kindle. Please call 0208-689-6010 or visit www.houseofjudah.org.uk and order your copy today.